0: Hello.
1: Good morning.
0: Good morning to you. How are you?
1: I am good. How are you?
0: I'm awesome. Can you hear me okay? I'm assuming we're recording immediately like before.
1: Yeah. I was actually going to text you that and be like, we'll just start when it starts.
0: Yeah, the whole intro thing. Like we said before, nobody wants to fluff.
1: Yes. (laughs) We, we We are cutting through that cutting through the fakeness
0: well speaking of cutting through i hope that every 12th word doesn't cut out like it did last time i got a new microphone so okay great hopefully this works good
1: it does sound good so far
0: excellent
1: um excellent yeah well welcome to everyone listening or welcome back to learn something new every day with chloe better i am back again with brett kramer uh via an online recording. How many miles away are we from each other? Ooh, the, the math. I haven't. Even I don't.
0: Heard. It's about between depending depending how fast you fast drive and how many times you <laughs> yeah. have to take a potty break. Um, right. It takes anywhere from eight to nine hours to get down here to yeah. the Hilton Head area from uh, from yeah. just north of the DMV. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Um, but we're excited. It's uh, it's becoming to be that season, so we have uh, family and friends trickling in to visit starting next week, so it's going to mm-hmm. be fun. And today we yeah. woke up, it's going to be 75 degrees this afternoon, so Chris, my wife, and I, whatever we thought we were going to do this afternoon, we moved to tomorrow because it's supposed to rain, and we're going to go out, mm-hmm. you No. Know, We're going to play some G this afternoon. Of course.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's actually kind of nice out here. I mean, it's not that nice, but it's, like, warm enough that I could just wear a sweatshirt and I'll be okay. Like, I took my dogs out and I was like, oh, I don't even need my coat on. Like, this is – it was kind of like that yesterday, and the sun was out. It was really nice yesterday.
0: So here's the question for you, um, both of us being used to four-season climates. What do you enjoy better the first warmth of the spring or the first little break from the extreme the warm, heat and humidity in the fall?
1: The warmth, the spring. Yeah,
0: me too. Yeah. It's like because an awakening.
1: It I, Exactly, exactly. It's like I was talking about it with someone who took my class last night. Like they, you know, we were just kind of like, oh, it's so nice out. And like the sun's out. And I was like, it's just crazy how much you forget Like what a difference it makes. Like it like just like what you know, for not seeing the sun or not having it be that nice for a while. And then when it is that nice, it's just crazy how much of a shift it is in like my mood. Like I'm like, wow, like this is great. Like I forgot I needed this so bad. Yeah. And
0: in just a month, it also the length of the day to enjoy the weather. Like in a month Mm -hmm. the sunset's gone down here. A month ago the sun was down at five fifteen. Now it's not I think sunsets at six oh eight today. Like every every day getting those extra few yeah, minutes yeah. is awesome.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's rough when it's yeah, December and it's super short. Like yep. Days. Yeah, I'm not not a fan of it. It's hard to leave the house when you have to go back out for like, you know, something anything yeah. <laughs> in the evening. Or yep. like you just see it gets dark and it's like, Well, I just wanna lay down and go to bed.
0: Yeah, so I'll actually happens. start. I think... I'll start staying up past eight fifteen now.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I unless I'm teaching, I don't stay up past that time. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, I I go to bed. I think I went to bed. Today's my day off, so I will. I don't know what time we'll go to sleep. I did sleep in, so we'll see what happens. But the other day, I went to bed at like seven.
0: What's your what's your on a on an average day versus a good day how many hours in a row do you Mm -hmm. sleep versus how many total hours if you take any naps like what works good for you what's your what's your ideal hours of sleep what
1: makes me feel good um so the thing about naps is On my days off, if I don't have anything to do, like, I'll take them. But the thing about naps is, like, they're never short for me. Like, if I'm actually falling asleep, like, I'm asleep. And it it could be hours. And it's tough because during the week, I definitely kind of get a little bit sleep-deprived. Because I wake up so early and I start my days so early. And I'm just go, go, go. And then the evenings, like, sometimes I'm, like, not getting home and able to go to sleep until... Like I won't get home till like, you know, maybe eight o'clock. And then, yeah. you know, I'm talking to people. I still need to eat. I still need to like wind down. Like I'm, I'm all. Yeah.
0: Energized. It takes a while. It takes a while to come down off that. high. Yeah.
1: So I feel like when my days off come, I'm so like, I just need to catch up. But I just like, that's all I do is I sleep. Um. I feel like if that wasn't as big of a factor and like, I don't know. My life was a little bit more less of like chaotic in that sense. I think when I go to if I go to sleep, at, it also depends on when I wake up. If I'm waking up at like 630, for example, which doesn't really happen It's usually earlier than that. But if I'm waking up at 630 and I go throughout my day and I'm in bed, and asleep by like nine and then i sleep until like i need a good eight hours of sleep basically you need at eight. least at least in a
0: row or just total
1: oh you need total a row. like oh wow in a, i need like it's i'm so sensitive to it and i mean you've known me for a while like i the people that are in my like work life right now they didn't see that side Like, I'm, I'm, people know me as, like, the one that's there super early and always there, you know, first and whatever, but Mm -hmm. in the past, like, I mean, you know, I struggled so much, like, I'd be sleeping through my alarm like no other because, and anything for that matter, like, I'd sleep through anything because I was just so tired and I, like, my insomnia was so bad, I just couldn't fall asleep, so by the time I'd actually fall asleep, I was out. Like and my body yeah. would just like not let me get out of it, and so that's why naps are kind of dangerous because that's kind of what happens. Like I'll <laughs> I'll, I'll crash so hard that I'm like literally sucked under, and and
0: then it like, throws <laughs> your whole it throws your whole body clock off.
1: Your body does. doesn't really
0: know what time of day what it day it does.
1: is. And I don't want to do that because then I won't be able to fall asleep as early at night. Yeah. And like like I said, I need those eight at least in a row to like really feel good the next day.
0: Yeah, um, I'm a little bit less. Go ahead.
1: I was just gonna say yesterday it was Wednesday and you know, it's like my Friday. So Wednesdays, I'm definitely feeling it. You know, I'm, I'm sore, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely tired. You know, I'm like, okay, I, I need a good eight hours of sleep tonight at least. Um, and I get up really early because I teach the 6.30 on Wednesdays and then I go throughout my morning. And then the past few weeks, I've just been like, I get home and I just can't help it, but crash. Like, I'm like, I need a nap because I have a six and a seven o'clock class. It's just, it's later. I need them and they're energetic classes. Like I need to make sure I have energy for that. And I just can't help, but take a nap. And then I'm exhausted because I fall asleep. for hours. And then it's like almost more miserable when I have to get up and go and teach. So yesterday I was like, all right, let's try like it is taking everything in me to not fall asleep. Let's just try to not. Uh-huh. And I actually felt like it was tough. There was like one point it was like 3 pm where I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> this, this is hard yeah, but I pushed through and I felt really good once I like got there and when I was so teaching.
0: so with not taking a nap, were you able to fall asleep faster when you got home after teaching at night?
1: I definitely was really sleepy after it's tough because last night was a like my roommate and i were actually kind of talking and hanging out a little bit like i didn't mm-hmm. try to fall asleep right away but it was like i was trying to keep myself up just to like socialize a little bit but i yeah. wasn't like like i definitely could have easily fallen asleep if if that was the case i i yeah. could feel it in my body like I, there was one point where we were just like we were up in a room, and I was just laying. I was like sitting on the floor because we were watching something, and I started to like doze off. And I was like, "I need to, I need to just get up and go to my bed." But um, yeah. So to answer that, I think I definitely would have been able to fall asleep a lot easier because it's like a few hours that I would just fall asleep there. Yep. And that class is – those classes are hard to wind down from.
0: Yeah, especially the two in a row. And that spin class on Wednesday yeah. night is always high intensity. So yeah,
1: and it just yeah. like. high intensity and it also just really brings my mood up like i you know Mm -hmm. like it's just one of those classes where the endorphins are like extra high afterwards and like there's a lot of social time afterwards that's the other thing i'll be i'll stand there for like at least i'll stand there for a half hour easy just talking to everyone Mm -hmm. um but yeah so anyway that's that was i was like all right i guess i can't take naps on wednesdays anymore
0: (laughs) Well, that goes into you and I talked about what do we want to talk about today. You said that you've recently changed up your yes. fitness routine. I think yes. it'll be interesting because you, um, as a full-time fitness wellness instructor, that's your career. That's what you live and breathe. And, mm-hmm. and, and unless you're doing eight hours sleep, but then you might be sleeping about it too. I don't know. Versus mm-hmm. me, who's more, of fitness just to enjoy life, Yeah. Um, interesting i want to hear you said you've changed some things recently so fitness is your career what have you done different
1: so i i like just for those listening so back in it's almost it's coming up on a year like it's going to be here before i know it around april may is when i got this role as being more of an assistant manager for the group fitness department of the gym that i work at so my job specifically the title is called class experience lead like I'm literally to help elevate the experience and so a big part of that is me participating in classes to like you know observe and evaluate and like give feedback in a very like motivating uplifting way to help the instructor grow and then therefore elevate you know their member experience and just everyone's experience all around so in addition to teaching anywhere from 15, 16 or more classes in a week, if I'm subbing, in addition to that, I'm taking at least three or four classes a week as well. Mm -hmm. So when I got this job, in addition to me already teaching, it was definitely like, an adjustment in the sense of like, because the thing is, there's so many different boutiques, like there's so many different like there's, a, there's four specifically. Yep. There's, there's yes. the studio classes, there's the cycle classes, there's small group training, and there's yoga. So that's a lot of variety of exercise that's going on like when I'm taking all these classes. And of course I'm not going all out, but you know, there's also the part where it's like you are supposed to kind of get the experience of like a, like the perspective of I'm a participant taking a class. And you can't fully get that unless you're you're like, you know, doing it. And so I'm not going the heaviest I can go. I'm not going all out all the time because you can't. And that's the same with teaching, but you're still exercising a lot. Like you're still moving a lot. So it was, it was kind of tricky to find the balance and like kind of learn my body, especially since I am like, I grew up an athlete. I'm a competitive person. Like I get caught up in the moment and I push myself and, You know, especially when you have other people that know you and they're like, oh, come on, like, you can go a little heavier and it's like they don't know that that's my fifth class that day, you know, it's like, so it took me a little while to find that balance and learn what I like how to go about it and how to Mm -hmm. listen to like what I need and like plan out my weeks. And the classes I'm taking so that it's not all like super intense strength classes right back to back. And, you know, I can, I can mix and match. And that's, that's another really great thing about my job is I get to like choose which classes I'm taking that week, you know, as a participant. Mm-hmm. So um, it took me a while to kind of like find that routine and that balance. So I was, I kind of, backed off like in all classes in a way just to kind of because i was definitely getting really exhausted and i didn't ba- wait get burnt ba- out.
0: Backed off in the ones you were teaching uh or the ones you were taking or both
1: not even it was it was more like i backed off with like like i just i didn't go as heavy i didn't like okay. i just kind of i i didn't do as many reps like i just i just was kind of you know, I was, I was doing that dance where I was like, all right, let's see what it feels like to do it like this or like this. So it mm-hmm. just took me a while to figure out like even more so listening to my body and like, you know, I focused, i had to focus even more on like making sure I'm stretching and foam rolling and just like the recovery aspect of stuff. Um, and so anyway, after, you know, months of this, I feel like I'm settling into a good routine and I recent more recently well i was i've always been thinking this but like more recently i actually was like okay i'm actually gonna like do something about it now i was like okay my endurance is great i can move like i'm i am moving all day long i'm i can do a lot but i'm not i don't feel i'm not saying i'm not strong but i i i feel like i could get I could feel stronger
2: mm-hmm.
1: and in high school when I did strength training like and I really learned about a lot of things with like you know like just power lifting in general and like working out in general I like I, I, I really struggled to put on muscle and like when I was younger growing up and so when I was finally able to like feel strong I was like wow this is great like I like this and I really loved that class and I really loved lifting and even though I'm not built to be like a big power lifter like shredded like I don't want that I just want to be able to feel strong Mm -hmm. and I just haven't felt like that like I feel like again my endurance is great but it's it's the strength that I'm lacking so it's like okay I want to feel stronger but I've got to be smart about how I go about it because again I don't want to get hurt I don't want to burn myself out I don't You know, there's it's it's a tricky like it's literally like a game because and especially since every week for me is a little bit different. So it's like some of obviously the classes I teach stay consistent, but like even those within are changing. And so it's I have to be careful with how I go about everything. But I've been feeling really good about my past, I'd say the past month. I've been very consistent with this new like routine that I've been incorporating and I'm just really happy with it. Like I feel good about it. And so my next, and I'll explain what my routine is in a second, but now my next focus is okay, let's maintain this and I'm liking the routine, but now I need to kind of work on making sure that I'm just getting enough protein in and just getting enough just getting enough food in to be honest because Mm -hmm. that's the other hard thing about the job is you are always on the go you're always moving around and so it's not like it's obviously you don't want to eat like a big full meal before like doing a workout class like at least for me like I, I couldn't do that I actually there's some people that are like I could eat a whole meal and go do this and like I don't know how you do that, but that's great. I'm not like that. Like, um, well, and then
0: and then there's your sister who keeps snacks in her pockets to take she, during the class.
1: Oh, I know. It's <laughs> wild. It is wild. She is hilarious. She'll eat chicken nuggets on the way to go to cycle class. Like, oh, I know. <laughs> that's mind blowing. Yeah, she's she's built different. But um, so I don't know. And then there's the other part of things where it's like. I do have, like, I do struggle with my appetite sometimes, you know, if my depression's a little bit more intense, like, it's it just, it's it's just hard to, like, like, that relationship with food, it's definitely not where it was, like, it's been a lot worse in the past, but, like, I I feel like I have a good relationship with it right now, it's just finding, like, a, a more of a consistent, like, routine i guess in that area. but as for the working out that i've been incorporating um i so so this is what i do this is what i've been doing so i grew up a swimmer and i always there i have access to a pool with the gym that i work at so i of course wanted to like i want i like to swim once a week and just to like keep up you know that and it's swimming's just great for you and I always feel a lot better once I do it. So swimming in the past year for me has been like, I go through phases where I was really consistent and then not consistent. And it was because I just couldn't motivate myself to go. I always felt good when I was done, but like swimming, like anything, the second you stop doing it for a little bit, it catches up to you really fast and it's just really hard to get back into it. And swimming is one of those things where like, you can't listen to music you can't really like talk to anyone, like you just have to do it. And it's like, you're just, it's just you and your thoughts. Like you just have to, it's, it's a very meditative kind of um, like activity. And again, I'm someone that's competitive. I like to push myself. So I'd like, I, I, it's, it's tricky to get a good swim workout in by myself because I don't have anyone telling me what to do. And so I'll just kind of do something and then I'll like, push myself too hard and then i'll be tired or bored by like 20 minutes in and i'm like well (laughs) that like this yeah i I just didn't enjoy the process and so recently i got a swim buddy emily you know emily
0: oh yeah awesome
1: so she is start she obviously works in aquatics but she's starting to like she's runs marathons and stuff but she's kind of interested in like becoming a triathlete. So she's like, "All right, I got to start incorporating swim into my into my workout routine." So she'll swim like two or three times a week. So every Friday, we swim together now in the morning. And just the first time that we swam together, I swam the most amount that I've swam in a row since high school and like I felt great. And it's because having someone with you, it paced me a lot more like I was able and like I took more like I was we were like talking in between and like I was actually able to like take breathers because when you're by yourself and you're taking a breather it looks like you're just kind of like sitting there and you know there are some people that might be waiting for a lane like it's just I just wouldn't really take breaks and that's why the swims would be so short but like this way I was able to pace myself more I was able to do a lot more and I felt really good about it and I just enjoyed myself a lot more overall and i I don't know what so let me let me mention
0: a couple things in what you just said and we might um as always i think we're going to pivot here so and i wanted to let you finish as much as possible but i also didn't want to forget what i was going to bring up. so you brought up some good things you mentioned the word motivation Mm -hmm. uh you mentioned that you know you 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 Swimming was hard because you can't listen to music. And then what got you in was having a a buddy to do it with. So I go back to motivation. And this is, you know, there's no answer to this. But I think where so many people fail in whatever their fitness or wellness goal is, fail in that they can't directly identify what their motivation is to work out or Mm -hmm. to eat right? Like, what is that motivation? Because when someone says, I just want to look and feel better, that's everybody Mm -hmm. wants to look and feel better. Okay, Mm -hmm. don't be generic with your motivation. So let me put you on the spot and see if Mm -hmm. you can answer this question and you might not be able to. What motivates you to work out? What are you trying to obtain by working out? Um... And right there, the fact that you go, um, I'm going to put you on the spot. I think that would, I think that would help so many people. And the only reason I bring that up is when someone, I mean, you and I love music when we work out, you and I both feel that music, especially in group fitness, Mm -hmm. music is part of the experience. Mm-hmm. Without great music, I truly believe you can't have a great a great group fitness with with exceptions if it's focused on right. But m- music motivates you; it's emotionally inspiring, which then creates physical inspiration. Uh, all the emotions come out, et cetera. Et cetera. But <clears throat> the music isn't the reason you're doing the workout. Mm-mm. The music's part of the workout. The reason you're doing the workout is either a that feeling of the fulfillment theory. you get because yeah. of that workout or that feeling that you're getting closer to your goal mm-hmm. of whatever that is. Mm-hmm. So I'll reel it back in. So, for instance, when, when, when we moved down here to Hilton Head, one of the big things that we wanted to be able to do was we wanted, Chris and I, as, as you know and as anybody listening know, as anybody follows my Instagram knows that I'm a very passionate golfer. I've never played mm-hmm. competitively. But I had a golf club in my hand since fourth grade. One, mm-hmm. one way or another, I've had a golf, golf club in my hand during the year since fourth grade. And
1: mm-hmm. Chris is
0: a very passionate golfer as well. And, and as you know, like a lot of women out there, extremely competitive in anything that they take up. And mm-hmm. so we wanted to play golf 12 months a year. And the reason, here, here's the difference in defining what your motivation is. We didn't just want to be in a warmer climate so we could play golf 12 months a year. We wanted to be in a warmer climate so we could play golf 12 months a year so that we could lower our handicap. And a handicap mm-hmm. is a worldwide rating system that basically says to the world, here's how good of a golfer you are. But more mm-hmm. important, competitive in that situation, your handicap will equalize a better player versus a not better player. I won't go down a tangent, but let's just say it equalizes, which is cool mm-hmm. about golf as opposed to other sports. I could never – I could never competitively compete with LeBron James in a one-on-one basketball game. However, and this is a true statement, I could compete with Scotty Scheffler, the number one golfer in the world, in the way the handicap system would equalize the way we keep score. So our goal to play golf 12 months a year wasn't just about play golf 12 months a year. We wanted to both lower our handicaps. But then Mm -hmm. take it a step further. How am I going to lower my handicap? So I went to an instructor down here, JD, who's awesome. And unlike a lot of golf instructors, my first lesson with JD, and you'll appreciate this, and here's where I'm going with it, I didn't even touch a golf club. I was with him for an hour, and I didn't touch a golf club until the last 15 minutes of that lesson. Mm -hmm. Because the first 45, he spent having me do different mobility movements with my body so that he knew what he had to work with. Mm-hmm. What rotation could I do with my shoulders? How much mobility did I have with my hips? Could I roll my ankles with my knees in certain angles without it hurting? He wanted to work with before he tried to figure out how I could improve. And that just cemented in my brain the movements, the positions that he would see. He wouldn't say, I'm going to put your body in this position. He would say, can you put your body in this position? Because mm-hmm. if you could, that gave him something to work with. If I couldn't, he was going to cross that off the lip. But we can do that. That's fine. Right. Let's see. So now all my workouts, I'm motivated because I'll do slight adaptations in every movement. Trying to make this new golf swing more efficient, create better muscular definition and better muscular memory so that I can become a better golfer and lower my handicap. So now I'm going to re ask you the question What motivates you for your workouts? The
1: feeling that I get afterwards, and sometimes, and I mean, during and after. For me, it's – and and that's not always been the answer. Mm-hmm. But right now, it's about the feeling.
0: Emotionally or physically? Both. Yeah. Love both. it. Yeah. You got to have both. Yeah. yeah. Because if yeah. you're just working out so you just look better and you can – whether it's posing, pictures, clothing, right. size, whatever, that's it. Right. I mean, how many people do we know that just look amazing, but you get to know them and inside, between the ears, they're just crumbling. Mhm.
1: Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. There's. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. And I, I've definitely been sucked down that rabbit hole, and it's, it's, yeah. No, it's not healthy. It's not good. And I, I mean, you know, in my classes, I always try to like just kind of talk about that obviously you can't make someone change like if they want to change they'll do it but like if they don't want to they like you can't want it for them but um you know there are some people that take classes and I can see it like that's why they do it because they want to look a certain way and then there's the people that really do it just to like feel good and I I like speaking to that and I like kind of just bringing that up like you know like I heard something a while ago. I don't remember if it was on a podcast or like if I was just watching a video of like a cycle instructor or something like that. But it was something about like, we're not doing this because we like feel bad about ourselves or like to do anything like that. Like it's, it's we're doing this so that we can celebrate our bodies and so that we can feel good. And we're doing this because we feel good about ourselves and we want to continue that feeling. Yeah. And I think that's what's, like well, you just brain. said
0: something that you're doing it so you can celebrate yourself. Yeah. yeah. That's it. You don't want to celebrate your body. That's part of celebrating yourself. But you want to celebrate you. And that's mm-hmm. emotional. Mm-hmm. And in 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 the three people we just discussed, me, you, and your friend, Emily, you know, what's the motivation? You know, my motivation was to lower my handicap. Not once in that sentence or in that paragraph or in that soapbox speech, as some people call it, hmm. not once did I mention Being more competitive in a tournament, being able to win a tournament, that's not important to me. Lowering my handicap, to me, doesn't mean I'm going to be more competitive in a tournament situation. To some people, that might be the goal. That's just a personal accomplishment. I'll Mm -hmm. say to the the 5 million people listening to this podcast, my goal by the end of the year is I want to be under a 5.0 handicap. If you're a golfer, you understand what that means. Emily's goal... Is she wants to be a triathlete or do a triathlon? And knowing Emily just a little bit, I can imagine part of her goal is she wants to be a competitive triathlete. Yes. She yeah. wants to win some races. Uh-huh. And then yeah. your goal is you want to feel better emotionally wanted, and physically. Yeah. yeah. So you can have, you can do the same thing with a different motivation. But all three of us have a personal reason Mm -hmm. to do that workout every single day. And unless you have a personal reason to do that, a specific reason to do that workout every single day, it doesn't matter what you're doing. You're not going to be motivated and you're Mm -hmm. not going to go at it hard. You're just going to go through the motions. I mean, you and I both do a lot of, you you mentioned using more heavier weights, more strength because you feel like you need to have more strength. I'm actually the reverse. I can't remember the last time I lifted a dumbbell over 25 pounds because mm. I'm not going, I'm going for the muscular endurance and, and the mus- what I call muscular memory for certain mm. movements. But for the mobility part, what motivates me during each class is even if it's a simple shoulder press, I'm trying to go a little, one inch higher on each rep. I'm not trying to go five pounds heavier, I'm trying to go one inch higher. To extend mm-hmm. my body, to increase the flexibility, to get that body moving just a little bit more than it did during the prior workout.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: I think yeah. if it, I I, and I think so many people out there simply they just go through the motions because they're not they mm-hmm. haven't figured out why they're there yet.
1: Yeah, because they just kind of think like, "Oh, I'm supposed to do this," or right. Or it's about looks, you know, I think that's a big reason a lot of people might get into working out. And then obviously that's not really most of the time strong enough of a reason to be so consistent. Um, So it's yeah, Yeah. I I see it all the time for sure. And but yeah, I mean, back to like swimming, like I feel like I I like there was a re spark of my my love for it and i was just kind of like okay like i and i look forward to it each yeah. week now again and there was something like the first time we swam together again i like swam the most distance i had swam like in a row on my own like since high school like you know i so how often are you no... in a
0: pool now once so a week twice a week
1: just just once a week nice um, really great so that's friday mornings and again like thursday and friday for my day off so thursday like i don't really do anything i'll stretch on my own at my house but i don't i don't work out and friday mornings i'll swim um you know it's a great way to you know i'm in mean, stretch out and like it's it's a good way to start the day and i'll like sit in the hot tub after and everything um, I also have been, like, sitting in the STEAM room a lot more. Like, I, mm-hmm. I just never used to, like, really use that amenity, and now I I do it. And it's it's great time for me to, like, meditate as well. Like, I really enjoy doing it at the end of the day, like, in the evening oh. after my classes. I have but, my um... eyes
0: closed right now. You and I have talked yeah. about STEAM. If if anybody out there has access to STEAM room, it's the most <laughs> – it's just heaven. Yeah. I love it. It's just heaven.
1: (laughs) I love, and like, I don't know what it is, but the times that I go in, it's like no one's ever in there. So I just, you know, I I go to the corner and I I put my towel down. I lay down. I like, I just close my eyes and just meditate. And it's great. Um, So so
0: I've I've discovered at home um, that have you ever, have you seen now they come out with what they call shower bombs? Have you seen? I've heard of
1: that.
0: Yeah. Oh my god! So, a shower bomb, unlike a bath bomb that you put in and you know you're taking a long Mm -hmm. soaking bath. I I don't do baths. Um, A shower bomb goes right in the shower. You know, ideally you have an enclosed shower and you put it on the corner of the floor and you just Mm -hmm. put the water on hot. And I get the eucalyptus shower bomb. Mm. oh my god it's so relaxing oh that's cool it's, yeah I've heard about so that nice. I haven't gotten
2: one yeah that's nice
0: highly recommend someone trying it yeah, the best I get that. <laughs> and a yeah. lot less expensive than going to a spa itself <laughs>
1: yeah yeah literally but uh yeah I'll have to try that out yeah but um so that's I mean I've been doing that for a while too and so then Saturday mornings I teach, you know, my cycle classes and my small group training class. I don't really do anything else other than that. And then Sunday I get there and I only, I teach two small group training classes. So I'm standing on my feet, but I'm not like working out the whole time.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I get there early on Sunday cause no one's there and it's great. And I just kind of am in my own little world. And I, I listen to my body and I do my own lift. And sometimes like it is, like you know and i'll do the sled and everything and i usually am feeling pretty good and i'll like go heavy and i'll challenge myself and stuff but i i also like listen to what i need and then i will take the heated flow class and that's just great cuz it's it's like swimming because like for me like the, the the mentality part of it because like you're literally just breathing and moving and just And like, that's it. Like, it's a very like you're flowing, you're just just a very repetitive type of like, you know, you're just flowing through the same sequence, just like swimming, like you're just kind of doing the same type of movement and focusing on your breath. And I, I really like it. And, you know, you get a good sweat. And it's, it's, it's good to like, kind of loosen up and like, you know, work on mobility and doing that right after the lift just feels really good for me, at least. Yeah, and then I'll teach my classes and like my I got my workout out of the way and I feel good about it. Um, Mondays I teach my classes in the morning and I teach cycle in the evening and then I'll take the Alpha Strength class Mm -hmm. and that gets me that it's squat pull day. So I usually the day before will not do like squat pull. I'll do more of a hinge press type of day, just knowing that the next day will be a squat pull day, and you know that's just a fun group and it makes me go a lot heavier than like I would on my own and, you know, we'll use the barbells and like, I just, you know, I'm just getting back into using them and I've really enjoyed that. And I already feel a lot stronger just from that. And then um, Tuesdays, I'll take the alpha conditioning class. So it's, you know, a little bit more conditioning, but there's still the strength part of it. And I've just been feeling, I'm just feeling good with this routine.
0: And I, well, you know, as I listen to that, another thought that I have, I know we wanted to talk about binge watching, but maybe we'll say that for next episode because, yeah. because I want to mention one more thing on this, yeah. um, is for, for, for everybody listening, you know, everybody struggles with fitness routines and stuff like that. Um, some people out there might have a, a great routine right now some people maybe have fallen off of it some people have never been into it but in listening to you describe your routine i think something that that everybody now has access to i think which is great is a place that offers a variety of different types of class formats and what's interesting in here in 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 this conversation is neither of us are really on a quote workout routine Mm -mm. because a workout routine requires commitment Mm -hmm. and the commitment is really difficult for all of us to do Mm
2: -hmm.
0: nobody wants to be committed Mm -hmm. in anything because i think the definition of commitment has changed the the definition of commitment is almost negative now it's Mm -hmm. a lack of freedom you're stuck. You're never going to go anyplace else. You're committed to that. Mm -hmm. Nobody that I know of wants to be committed or locked into anything. Mm -hmm. But that's not what fitness or wellness is all about. You don't have to commit to doing it one way or another. There's so many different things out there. And all the different classes allow someone to not get bored. Mm -hmm. You're staying active, it really just moving your body. You and I both know, hey, if you don't want to go to the gym, just get out and walk. Just walk Mm -hmm. for 30 minutes every day. It's better than not walking for 30 minutes every day. Mm -hmm. Don't say, oh, I'm only walking 30 minutes a day. It's better than not walking 30 minutes a day. Mm -hmm. You're you're doing a hell of a lot more than not doing it. But, Mm -hmm. I mean, all these gyms out there, I think what the pandemic did is almost every gym, even the hardcore ones that I've seen, like um, like a Planet Fitness or a Crunch, as an example, they're all starting to offer group fitness classes because they realize mm-hmm. um, it's not a lack of commitment. People are committed to feeling better for themselves. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a fear or a lack of being able to just stay with it. And yeah. getting bored is rampant. We all get yeah. bored very, very quickly now. Well, mm-hmm. I can work out five days a week and do something different every single time. Well, I'm not going to get bored. Or mm-hmm. I can go try a boxing class. And for people who don't know, I mean, these facilities are out there. You know, I'll do a numeric example. You know, for, you know from a, for, for 100 to 150 bucks a month on the high end, you can have access to everything. And now that may sound like a lot of money, but break it down. Um, do you spend five bucks a day on something you can't remember you spent that five bucks on? You know, use the infamous Starbucks example, you know, Mm -hmm. you go to Starbucks for a coffee, you're just spending five bucks a day Well, that's $35 a week. That's there's 150 bucks, Mm -hmm. you know, so for five bucks a day, everyone has access to this now, which is Mm -hmm. awesome. It's just awesome. Before it used to be, remember, I mean, if you were spending $30 per class and going three times right. a week, 90, all of a sudden you're like, you know, I spend 500 yeah. bucks a month to work out. That's not sustainable. No.
1: <laughs> well, and it's just like one type of workout too. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. what about other aspects of fitness, you know?
0: Now you get that. Even those high end classes, even, um, um, like what is it? Berries. Berries was known for um, you know for heavy and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They're now offering spin classes. They're offering yeah. rowing classes. You know, everybody's getting into it at the lower end on the Planet Fitness mm-hmm. and the extreme high end, are like at Berries. Everybody mm-hmm. gets it. People want variety, but they want convenience of having it all at the same place. So,
1: yeah,
0: hey, go with Chloe. She'll give you a pass. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> For real, though, if if anyone's in the area, let me know. We can do that. We can get you in. My people can get you in. Well,
0: that's the first time we talked just about fitness for a long time. I know. Well, I think the other thing, um, before we hang up, and this was interesting, you mentioned nutrition a lot. And um, is it fair to say that neither of us would agree that you should – adhere to a specific diet meaning a specific diet
1: yeah no i yeah i i don't like i don't even really like that word diet like one of my friends kind of said something recently where she's like okay i'm starting a new diet yeah and like she's just been eating better and i'm like okay you can just call it like a lifestyle change honestly like because that's what it is like a diet is something that you go really intense and just like anything else then you you kind of bounce back and it's like times 10. And then, you know, then you're like right back to where you started. But if you, if you make smaller changes and it's more of a lifestyle shift and it's less of a, Oh, like I have to do this and like eat better to like, look a certain way or like, whatever. It's more like, okay, let's eat stuff. That's going to make us feel good. And be and like in our daily life and be able to, feel good when we're working out and like, you know, what's going to energize us and like also be able to have balance because that's what people that like, that's what we need. Like you need to have balance yep. if you can't just restrict everything that you enjoy, because again, like you're going to, you're going to have it again one day and then it's going to be really hard to, to stop yourself because your body's well, going
0: to. I'm glad you just said that because um, so So here's my philosophy on nutrition Mm -hmm. is if you are a quote foodie where you love experiencing with different types of food, Mm -hmm. you are setting yourself up to not have good physical and mental wellness. Mm -hmm. My, and, and I know the restaurant industry would hate me for saying this, but I think a foodie is a downward spiral. Yeah. I think your nutrition plan or however you choose to eat should be the most boring part of your day. Yeah. Because you're eating the same shit every day at the same time because you figured out what works for you to make you yes. feel good. Yes. And also think about the time. How much time during the day do you spend eating? It's really mm-hmm. not that much. hmm I mean, seriously. Each meal, the amount of time actually spent eating the meal is probably about 15 minutes. Think about mm-hmm. it. Even if you go out to dinner with a friend, yeah, most like of that time eating. is spent talking. Yeah. And you know, so even if you eat five times a day, you're spending a total of an hour and fifteen minutes eating. Why mm-hmm. would you waste another four, five, six hours preparing yourself for that one hour or fifteen minutes? Who
1: cares? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Does it really make a difference or does it make you feel worse? And I experienced that when I came down here. You know, I traditionally never really ate that much red meat. Didn't feel need for it. I knew it was bad for you and it was hard to digest. For some reason, we came down here, maybe low country. Everybody's doing barbecue and we found this amazing place. We get marinated steaks and all of a sudden we're eating, you know, it's good meat, all grass fed. We're getting it all at the market. But we're eating red meat, you know, three or four times a week. And I'm like, I just feel bloated and tired all the time. Mm -hmm. And then I finally realized, well, duh, Duh, you're eating five times more red meat per week when you were before, and it's the hardest meat to break down, and -hmm. your body's just holding on to it. No wonder you feel sluggish and bloated. Yeah. So stop it, Brett, and go back (laughs) to eating your chicken or vegetables or whatever. and Yeah. Go back to your boring diet plan and, you know, within a week, I'm like, all right, I got my energy level back and I don't feel bloated every day. Mm-hmm. Just simple things. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with eating the same stuff every day.
1: No. Okay. If thank you. you. Uh, can you, like, say that five more times? <laughs> so, because <laughs> I, my, my roommate makes fun of me a lot. She's like, you eat the same things every single day. And I'm like, because it works. Yeah. Because it works for me. And yeah. I enjoy it. Like
0: yeah. Like I, anything in li- like anything in life. If you find something that brings you enjoyment, makes you feel good, doesn't offend anybody else, <laughs> yeah. why would you stop doing it? <laughs>
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh I know. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Why would you break from that pattern? You actually have something that works. Leave it alone. Quit fixing right. something that doesn't need to be fixed.
1: Right. <laughs> I agree. I agree. <sighs> All
0: right.
1: Well, what are you doing the rest of the day?
0: Um, I'm going to check in with my mom. My mom is up in the Michigan area, and they – are coming out of the extreme cold spell but mm-hmm. you know as you know my my father passed away a little over a year ago my mom is still by herself she's physically great mentally great you know just uh, you know and a good thing we have become closer and uh, check in with her you know multiple times a week just little quick chit chats um and then because we woke up and it's going to be 75 degrees all mm-hmm. of my other uh zooms and conference calls i moved to tomorrow and what's great is I didn't nice. give give him a choice. I just said, I can't do it today, I can do it tomorrow anytime after eleven. And they're all yeah. like, Oh, okay.
1: Nobody yeah. cares. Yeah. I used
0: to feel guilty about canceling. I'm so over that right now. <laughs> yeah. If someone ever gets mad at me for canceling something, and eh, you know, maybe I shouldn't yeah. have had that meeting to begin with.
1: <laughs> right, right. And like life happens. Yeah. No, I'm yeah. I'm kinda of getting better at that, like feeling that guilt of like, yeah, like switching things around or, uh, you know, like canceling or like, like rescheduling and stuff like that. Like it's just, it happens. You have to well, like... you
0: said something to me before, and I kind of take the opposite approach with meetings. So you said something that I still use to this day. Um, you said that a lot of people make decisions based on, well, what's the worst thing that can happen? And I remember you saying this to me. Instead of making a decision based on what's What's the worst thing, thing. what's the best thing that can happen? Yeah. Absolutely. Totally different mindset. Yeah. So, but for a meeting, it's about me and it is okay to be selfish. You and I Mm -hmm. agree with that. It's hard for people to be selfish. Mm -hmm. But if you cancel a meeting, what's the worst thing that can happen? Nothing.
2: (laughs)
1: Yeah. Really, nothing. Just your me eating. no matter
0: how no matter how big your ego is, you are not that important. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. The world will not change will if you push spinning. the meeting back. Yeah. <laughs> I promise you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, well, thanks.
0: Thanks for the chit chat.
1: Of course. You know what I'm about to go do?
0: Swim. Get my- no, that's that's tomorrow. That's to day off. I
1: gotta get my car emissions test.
0: Oh, fun times!
1: Oh yeah, I'm excited.
0: And next week you are uh, doing wisdom teeth.
1: Oh yeah, so, that'll uh, be fun. That will be fun. My my boss was like, "Are you nervous?" And I was like, "Okay, this is gonna sound a little bit weird. Honestly, I'm excited just because I feel left out because everyone and their mom gets their wisdom teeth out, and then I just like." I thought I would never do it, so I'm like, I just feel like everyone has this experience that I don't have, and it's like, it's like, like I got over it, obviously. Like it's, it's like kind of a joke, but it's also kind of like now that I'm doing it, I'm like, oh, I'm kind of excited just to like, say, <laughs> just to say that I've done it, like, yeah, just to say that I've been through the experience, and I'm excited to take off of work for a few days. I just
0: well, it is, yeah. don't they say it's kind of like preventative, like for the most part most people end up having to get them take out. So do it before you have to do it.
1: That's what I'm doing. I don't really have to, in this exact moment, they're not causing me a lot of pain, but like in the x-rays, like they are point, like all, like my teeth would make everything shift if they, like when they come in. So, uh, and like, they're not really as rooted right now. So it would just be a lot easier and like a lot easy like a lot faster of a healing process Mm -hmm. um if i do it now so doing it now Um,
0: all right well for the next one let's definitely uh let's do the uh favorite shows to binge watch so let's think about our three favorite shows to binge watch and let's do our two favorite movies we've watched in the last let's say i don't watch that many movies let's say in the last six months
1: okay yeah i was like i don't watch movies.
0: yeah could okay. I say last month, but I don't think I've watched a full – I don't think I don't I've made think it through I've, a full movie in the last month. <laughs>
1: I don't – me neither. Me neither. Honestly.
0: I get no bored. I get bored watching stuff really quick. All me right. I'm starting to. to go into that episode, but I'll hold back.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast again. Um, for everyone listening, this is going to be a once-a-month thing, so get used to it. um (laughs) let us know if you haven't well let me know if you have any specific requests for like solo episodes as well as me and brett episodes um we want to know what you guys want to hear about uh so you can follow both of our instagrams i'll have them in the description mine is chloe.vetter brett is yours just brett kramer
0: it is just brett kramer two t's and an i after the a
1: great and yeah thanks everybody for listening and thank you brett for coming on the podcast. Thank you. I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day. If not, the sun will rise and we will try again. We'll see you guys next time. Peace out.